was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Blurst of Times. I'm David Gaucher. Uh, my guest today is Andrew Polk. Hey, hey. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. We've had some beers, so I feel pretty good. Yeah, we've had a few to get into it. We watched some Simpsons. We had some brews, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Me too. Uh, yeah, so you uh, basically got your you got your start in comedy in New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I moved here in uh, May 2011, and I went to an open mic and was terrified at the level of sheer talent I saw. I'm not even being sarcastic. <laughs> I was fucking blown away, and it scared me off for four months. And my comedy anniversary, I think, is on like nine ten. So Ooh. just a day short, <laughs> but the sentiment remains. Uh, yeah, I, I moved to New Orleans to do comedy, and yeah, I uh, the rest is history. And you're in Los Angeles now. Now I'm in Los Angeles working at AutoZone. <laughs> my wife hates me. My kids are fat. <laughs> How's the 405? Is that a freeway? I don't know. I, that's all I know about LA. I like have, there's a road. I have no idea. I uh, I use GPS to go everywhere. I think I, I live next here. to the I've 101. I've lived here for 35 years and I still use a GPS. It's just comforting, yeah. you know, if there's an obstacle or something. Yeah. Uh, no, I have no idea what any roads are, interstates or highways. Uh, I just I just follow my phone like the buffoon that I am. <laughs> Good. I have nowhere to go from. <laughs> All right, The Simpsons, Jeff. That's yeah, what the podcast oh, yeah. is about. Well, how did I get? Yeah, I how did know. I become a fan of The Simpsons? You I'm, asked. Uh, I'm a fantastic host. I'm doing a great <laughs> job here. Um, do you want to take over this podcast? Apparently, no. Um, yeah, how did you get into The Simpsons? Did well, you start I, uh, like watching in the Tracy Ullman days, or did you? No, I'm uh, I'm about to be 34, so I was a little too young for the Tracy Ullman days. What I remember is just kind of what we all do, just the zeitgeist of, mm. of, of it taking over culture. You know, I remember like the Burger King puppets right. and it Lunch being boxes. everywhere. And more so than the actual show, I remember the T-shirts that were kind of stereotypical of The Simpsons, mm. like don't have a cow man and right. eat my shorts, which, you know, it's like the Mandela effect. Like he right. hardly ever said that shit. But I remember it just being a cultural phenomenon. And um, we lived in North Louisiana and we didn't have uh, cable at the time and there was mm. no local Fox affiliate. So what we would do, uh, my, my family would watch The Simpsons, and I may be incorrect, but I believe Married with Children came on before The Simpsons it at this point. Right. Uh, we, our television antenna could not pick up Fox from Shreveport, so we would go into my parents' motor home that was in the driveway, <laughs> and they would crank up the antenna on that thing, which was already like 10 feet in the air, and we could, we could pick up Fox, and we would kind of camp out in our own driveway watching The Simpsons and married with children and uh, a lot of the kids that I knew at that point were not allowed to watch The mm -hmm. Simpsons yeah, 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 I mean yeah. you're probably the same way yeah. too mm -hmm. right uh, the the kids that you know in 1990 I was five or whatever and kids couldn't uh, watch the Ninja Turtles because it was too violent right and uh, they couldn't watch The Simpsons because they they uh, I remember the the point of that was Bart was shitty to his parents <laughs> yeah 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 and then the in Homer choking him out and stuff like that. The yeah, there, were, there was an element kind of, of violence to yeah. it. But yeah, a lot, a lot of my friends did not really grow up with The Simpsons like like you or I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, now it's it's one of like my main bonding points in a relationship. I agree. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, whenever you take a risk on a friendship as an adult man and you make a reference to Blinky or Radioactive Man right. or whatever, if somebody picks up on it, then I'm like, Boom. oh, I have an immediate rapport this with cultural you. touchstone between the two of you. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. I, I don't know if stuff like that exists anymore. I, probably not because I, I feel especially now the way that like television has just completely changed, like, you know, binging and stuff like that. And like. Everything's like a prestige show. Like right. there isn't just like, oh hey, let's just fucking make some jokes about some things. Like it's like, oh well, it's gotta it's gotta have a point. It's gotta make something. Absolutely. And I was even uh I, I was talking to a friend the other day about how I feel like reference points are a thing of the past at this point. Like um 
you know, we're in our mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Seinfeld. Everybody knows Friends. Everybody knows right. The Simpsons. Now there is just so much content. Everybody can have their own niche and find whatever they want. But that kills like this common reference point of The Simpsons or Seinfeld right. and stuff. And I, I first started noticing that in stand up because like I would do a lot of jokes. You know, they were like, "What if Andy Griffith was gay?" And people were like, "Who the fuck is Andy Griffith?" <laughs> Yeah, of course, but I'm 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 starting to notice like this cultural divide, and it's truly making me feel like a like a seventy thousand year old man just yeah. being mad that now there's more than four TV channels. Right, it's like uh, people not realizing that like I don't know Adam Sandler used to do stand up or something like. Oh that. yeah, they're like oh well I know that movie. Yeah, I remember Grown Ups. Yeah, you know, twenty year old only right. knows Grown Ups or whatever the fuck. Which is like a strange thing, and and, uh, and Joe Cardosi and I uh, talked about this uh, on his episode. Who's actually actually sitting in the room right now? We're going to pretend he's not here, but he is here. Oh man! Thank God if we don't do this live, this would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Walton and Johnson, how they do the fake voices. Mm-hmm. You should get a fake Joe for each show. <laughs> I, I, oh, one of my favorite moments in my life, I was at a bar one time and uh, there was this woman and she was talking with her friends and they were talking about Walton and Johnson and <laughs> she found out at that moment that they were just two guys. She had no idea. She honestly thought it was a room full of like four people and she had no idea. And seeing that was like someone learning what math was for the first time. It was just oh, like, man. oh my, like it just started computing of like, oh, wow, that's... Oh, okay, okay, all right. And now for the home listeners that don't know what Walton and Johnson is, why don't you just take us through that? Because I'm sure there's Walton some and Johnson. They fans. actually just recently uh, came under fire on Twitter and whatnot uh, because uh, people found out what they were. Because uh, when they when we were growing up, they're radio hosts. They're these two guys, and they would. Uh, there's one guy uh, who would do characters. He had a black guy, a gay guy, and just like a just the a, best a, representation of yeah. a black and gay guy. Oh too. yeah, like the most like. Uh, stereotypical voice and attitude or whatever. Uh, there was the redneck guy as well. And for a while, it was just kind of like, ah, we got these goofy characters. And then they started getting like super right wing about stuff. And, oh, and yeah. Like, they just started using those characters. And maybe it's maybe it's because like growing up as like a kid, I didn't pick up on like how homophobic and racist the shit they were saying <laughs> was. I was just like, oh, this is what my dad's listening to on the way to high school. And then you get older, you realize you're like, oh, shit. They're saying the things. That's yeah. They would uh, they would use the black character as like a patsy, and they would use the gay character as a patsy, right. and they'd be like, uh, "What do you think about not eating meat?" The gay guy, and then he'd be like, "Well, I suck dick, so I love not eating meat." <laughs> it was just like this isn't even funny. Yeah, it's it just like make sense. You're yeah, just it's just a mouthpiece the- for uh, for weird conservative ideas, which is. Uh, yeah, with that Simpsons episode we watched about. Oh God, uh, that's a little. I don't know if I'm going out of order. No, no, here. no, no. It's fine. There's really no no order to any of this. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You want to? Uh, what, what was your classic episode you chose to talk about? Today? Uh, the classic episode, uh, my all time favorite episode, is King Size Homer. Um, it is an episode from season seven. I believe it's episode seven of yep. season seven, and uh, basically Homer uh, wanting to avoid. Uh, wanting to avoid the activity, exercise, the PE portion of work, comes up with a scam to gain 60 pounds to get on disability so he can work from home and be a big fatso at home, avoid his job, not do as much work, and and mooch off his boss. Yeah, because he finds out about this because the very seldom used character charlie who works there uh he he gets hurt or something like that on the job yeah and so like he and so like lenny and carl are like oh yeah he's not here because he's on disability and homer's like oh shit wait there's yeah the the, the, f- the famous line from that reveal is homer saying it's a or, uh, i'm sorry carl saying it's a lottery that rewards stupidity <laughs> uh which which is very very funny of yeah, course the real be- lottery also does yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I um I really uh I loved King Size Homer because most Simpsons episodes are a joke, a scene at mm-hmm. least, and King Size Homer is a joke per line. Yeah. Every line in that episode from 
minute one to the end is there's a joke in it. And uh, it's a perfect vehicle for making fun of fat people, making fun of fat shamers. It's uh, it it makes fun. And Joe pointed this out that both of our episodes were about someone weaseling out of responsibilities, which I certainly relate to. Yeah, <laughs> I know Joe relates to it. Uh, Joe's episode was Homer the Heretic, uh, which is him weaseling out of going to church. Mine is King Size Homer, which is him weaseling out of going to work and before that exercise. Which, I mean, th- th- I think that's one of the beauties of these earlier episodes is that you can actually super identify like with whatever the base plot is. It's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, I I get why. I w- like, we'll make extreme methods to get out of work, but like Homer takes it to the extreme extreme with this. And that's, I mean, that's when I think the show is at its best because I always, I always thought The Simpsons was the most realistic television show, animated or not. Maybe only closely rivaled by like Roseanne at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, both working class, blue collar families. Yeah, and I, I didn't really see stuff like that on TV before then. You know, everyone's a doctor, everyone's a lawyer. Right. No one's from the South. No one's dumb. And The Simpsons kind of incorporates all that. And just even just being from Springfield, like a, a dictionless, uh, locationless place gives them this perfect vehicle for jokes right. where Cletus, the slack yeah. yokel, yeah. lives there. And he's from Louisiana or Arkansas. Right. The rich Texan lives there. Mm-hmm. He's from... Te- like, the, the Simpsons was the perfect joke vehicle. And I feel like King Size Homer is the perfect joke episode yeah i think Um, you're i think you're right on that like how especially your whole assessment of like joke per line versus joke per like scene and stuff like that yeah there's there's so many built into every scene every single thing like homer going uh shopping at the grocery store there's five jokes in 10 seconds from him looking at products cheeses and rice (laughs) and just I mean, the the Simpsons sign work has always been hilarious. Any sign, any business, any commercial. The food stuff, Ham Ahoy was another Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, Well, even the book, like, Homer's looking at to, like, find out what he needs to do to become disabled is just called Am I Disabled? Oh, yeah, and that's, like, like... that's a a meme now in the Simpsons community. But, uh, yeah, they, they just... They made a coherent story that was funny and charming and had like elements of humanity in it that weren't really talked about in public then like Homer kind of addresses like yeah I'm a big fat fat so but mm-hmm. I'm still a human being and don't yeah. treat me like this but the Simpsons you know being a machine of satire was still able to convey like some of the negative sides of it with with while keeping it funny yeah um I don't think it could be recreated now but I wouldn't deem it as problematic at all no i mean because i don't think they're necessarily mocking like being fat or or uh you know obese or anything like that they're more and i think that's the thing that is missed especially if you go back and watch some of these episodes outside of like the context of what the show is is that like okay yeah homer gets fat and it's like oh yeah he gets to work from home because he's fat but it's also like no you're showing like how stupid homer is first yeah. of all and you're also showing like how stupid like a lot of these um i don't know like well first of all just how terrible him working for this giant corporation or whatever it is and so he's just finding every way out of it to just be like i just look if i got to go to work i'll go to work i'll do it but like all this other stupid shit that i have to do while i'm here who gives a shit how can i get out of that mm-hmm. and just be at home and you know essentially do the same job yeah absolutely and and you can view it from a lot of different perspectives you can view it as being body positive you can view it as being not body positive you can view it as just being a, an entertaining thing to watch for a little while but uh the way that they portray homer and like especially his family's relationship to him mm-hmm. getting fatter i think is pretty realistic yeah like when he gets in bed with marge and like he's trying to like you know coax her and be like oh we're going to have some sex and then like he gets in the bed and like the it's like right before he hits the 300 pounds to get on disability and he gets in the bed and he like sinks in and marge rolls over on top of him because the bed is sinking in <laughs> and he's like 
And he wants that, and he, and she's like, "I've been meaning to talk to you about this." Uh, he put on some weight, and he like gets offensive. Yeah, he reveals at first. He's like, "Oh no!" And then and she's like, "No, I would. It's not because you're fat. I would love you if you were a thousand pounds. I don't care about that. It's that you're doing it for this, and I'm also worried about your health because you're not just." gradually gaining weight you are eating literal garbage and play-doh in one scene oh yeah uh, just to gain weight to be <laughs> able to stay home which i think that whole thing of like when he goes to uh dr nick to like learn how like how to gain weight and he's basically like, oh just wipe it on a piece of paper and if you can see through it that's what you do and then when he's in uh um in uh i think it's crusty burger and they like wipe the fish sandwich on the wall and the seagull and the flies, flies into the flies window right into it. yeah. it's so funny it's just a little silly stupid joke and it's just one of those visual jokes that i feel that uh later episodes kind of have have abandoned a little bit yeah the the visual style and especially I guess it would be the art direction of these new shows. It's just jarring. Mm -hmm. And I don't think The Simpsons lends itself well at all to HD. It looks stark and it's too contrasty. It's really weird. The animation style going to HD makes the show feel completely different. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have that soft kind of hand-drawn feel it's like it is bright yellow characters with no shading no depth and like it is it is like a darker yellow too even like uh, where it felt like it was actually ink on paper kind of thing i feel like that honestly affects the shows more than anything because the new one that we were watching had some genuinely funny lines in it Mm -hmm. but it does not look like the same show at all it it seems really digital Mm -hmm. and uh, there's no depth to the characters there's no humanity to the characters and i feel like the voice acting has also gone downhill absolutely a lot of the character direction has too because now lisa and lisa and apu were the two smartest people in Mm -hmm. springfield yeah and now lisa is an eight-year-old girl that they're like using as a catalyst Mm -hmm. for liberal plot lines right and they don't touch Apu anymore. So the show has now become everyone's original stereotype of the show. Like when we were kids, people were getting upset saying that like Bart's an asshole and Homer's a moron and everyone here is stupid. And it's mm. eat my shorts and they're, it's devaluing the American family value system. Now the show, I think, has become what the morons yeah. thought the Simpsons right. were. Because, well, I mean, even in the beginning, because uh, there's this like, thread going around on Twitter like was like oh what's your unpopular opinion about the Simpsons oh I saw that yeah Yeah. and like the dumbing down of Lisa and I don't know if it's so much the dumbing down I mean maybe as a character they've dumbed her down but like when the show first started Lisa was just as dumb as like Bart and Homer like she would love all the like you know antics and stuff like that she loves itchy and scratchy exactly yeah yeah. and then as she gets older or as the show gets older they kind of pull her away from that and it is kind of almost more of just a a mouthpiece for these ideas which is fine like I mean their ideas like that's exactly how I vote that's how I feel but it's also like well but also you know Shitting and farting's funny too, you know. Like, yeah. Well, they they kind of contradict themselves because there are episodes like the Itchy and Scratchy movie where Bart can't go see it, and Lisa goes mm-hmm. sees it twenty times. And there's episodes like Itchy and Scratchy Land where uh, uh, Lisa loves it. Yeah. But then there are episodes like uh, Lisa the Vegetarian mm-hmm. and Lisa. Uh, I believe it's called Lisa the Iconoclast. Yeah. And, yeah. and she is presented. Like, she's growing up and maturing, mm-hmm. and she's not eight. She's growing up into a smart person with her own thoughts and feelings on stuff. But then the next episode, they wipe all that out, and it's back to whatever the writer mm-hmm. wants Lisa to be. Right. It would have lent itself much better if if The Simpsons had become serial at that point, mm-hmm. and Lisa started becoming a teenager. Right, right. And, you know, kind of like, uh, just, like a, just like a regular sitcom where this child can become its own characters with its ideas and views right yeah yeah i think that's i feel like that's one of the only times i've heard all of that articulated very well which uh is surprising oh well i am a doofus (laughs) (laughs) no we're gonna solve every problem in the country and the simpsons on this episode right now i I think think. we're gonna do it i think so 
Is this thing on? Are you recording? Yeah, it's, it's all recording. I don't trust you for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how any of this works. I just plug in things into holes and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I uh, let's see. There's uh, oh, there's some good. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any good standout jokes. I mean, there's definitely where uh, Homer. He has that dream sequence, and he uh, bites the arm of the the pig. Oh, and it like just that. comes out like a chocolate bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I like kind that of a Willy visual Wonka gag. meat yeah. kind of thing. That's good. Um, and then just and then Homer ultimately saving the well. He almost blows up the nuclear power plant with the little drinking duck constantly just hitting the same <laughs> key on the computer. The whole press any key, where's the any key? That's a great classic Simpsons line. You know, I noticed like stuff like that. There are no run-through gags on The Simpsons anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that drinking bird is introduced in a scene, and then it becomes consequential later. Right, right. The Simpsons writers now take every scene at face value. There is no running joke. Here's the joke for right now. There is no consequence. There is nothing that actually gives us any depth whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, the drinking bird is so fucking funny. The the when I. If you say, like, why do you like King Size Homer to me? I can spout all this nonsense at you. But the real reason is I remember being 14 or 15 and tape recording all the Simpsons episodes Mm -hmm. off Fox 14 onto a VHS. And I was uh, just going through it. And it was the scene where Lisa's on the bus with Ralph. Mm -hmm. And she goes, my dad may have gained a few pounds, but he's not a food crazed monster. (laughs) And then in the in the background of in the in the foreground, there's mm. the the ice cream truck pulls and up, driving. and he goes mm, raspberry, <laughs> and he's eating. It's it's such a good it's such a good joke, and I I feel like that's the, yeah, like I said, the, the visual jokes that they have there. That like, right. if you were to turn The Simpsons into like a radio broadcast. 90% of it wouldn't be that funny. Right. Because, uh, I mean, there are great lines in there, and the, and it, 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 we shouldn't shit on that, but, like, the idea that, like, there is so much more to just a good, like, one-line joke or a joke that pays off later with a callback or something right. like that. Like, they actually use the visual uh, medium to make it even funnier than it should be. Yeah, and I don't even know if, like, the... You know, I'm saying these problems with the new episodes. I don't... I feel like they're probably aware of that. They just can't get away with it anymore because mm-hmm. the audience has no attention span. Right. And I don't know. I don't know if anybody that's currently writing. I, I mean, aside from like the writers that have been on it for decades, but I don't know if there's anybody who's gone on and moved forward, like you know, a Conan O'Brien type or something like that. Like I feel like it's just like yeah, I got a job writing on The Simpsons, and then I'm gonna go. You know, right on Samantha B or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know. I I haven't followed him in so yeah. long. I think that might be. I don't know. I don't know if that's their pro- or I don't, it could just be a product of the time of the fact that we've been on for thirty years. Mm-hmm. There's only so much, so many jokes you can make about the same shit over and over again, and it, it, they yeah. start getting very self-referential too towards the end, which is there were so many references in the new episode yeah. we watched, and I mean not even just from the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. In the new episode, uh, there was a reference to Hypnotoad. Yeah, sitting in the back in yeah. the audience during the end of the episode where they're in the future 2052 or whatever. Yeah, and I d- I'm just not at that point where I'm like, oh, I recognize that, so yeah. that makes it fun. It's just like, oh, I recognize yeah. that. And like Joe was talking about how they had, uh, there was a pig pen showed up, like yeah. a South Park scene. And the joke didn't even make sense. Like, there wasn't no. even a joke. They were just like, somebody said grooming, and they were like, well, here's a dirty cartoon character. Like, it made no sense. There was no punchline to it. It was just, yeah. you remember this, right? That's a thing. It was also odd because The Simpsons has four characters that could be referenced as the dirty character. Yeah, absolutely. All the sco- like, all of Cletus's children. Yeah. Kearney, you know, his son sleeps in a drawer. You could pull Nelson. In, yeah, Ralph, he could be covered in bubble gum or something yeah. like that, you know. And since they realized that, like, Ralph was a meme in 1998, they've mm-hmm. made Ralph Wiggum just a t-shirt slogan character yeah. of, like, it tastes like burning. Mm-hmm. Like, Ralph isn't funny for the reasons why he was originally funny anymore. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, in the episode where, like, uh, the I choo-choo-choose you and, like, he, you know, falls in love with Lisa, like, he's 
you know, he's an adorable character in yeah. that. And like, there's a lot of good jokes where he rolls down the hill and stuff like that. It's very funny. And now he's just like, he just does punch up. Now, yeah, they bring is, him in and he says, uh-oh, I peed my pants. Yeah, and <laughs> then he, and then it leaves. And um, I don't know if anyone actually enjoys that. I, I mean, I guess advertisers do. Because, I mean, they're still, they just got renewed for 31 and 32. So, I mean, I guess people are still watching it. That I mean, I watch it in bursts like i'll go back and i'll be like oh i haven't watched one in a while mm-hmm. oh they were saying this one's good this new one so i'll go back and watch the ones i haven't watched before that but there's nothing i don't know like who because it, it still doesn't make me laugh and maybe just me watching it on the fx app is right fully funding the show but <laughs> <laughs> with my parents cable login i uh now what's that password jeff <laughs> yeah. i uh yeah i i watch the simpsons every now and then <laughs> When it's on, like I have an antenna and I watch antenna yeah. a lot, and if it's on there, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. But I just, it's it's an experiment. I'm yeah. I'm watching it for situations like this. Right. I'm not watching it to enjoy it or thinking it's going to be good. I'm I'm braced the entire time. When was when do you think that you like kind of dropped off watching? Um, like on his- probably season. W- dropped off watching regularly, like regularly yeah. season 10 between season 10 and that season 11 right, yeah. and that wasn't even necessarily because I thought the show was getting bad you know I was mm-hmm. just getting to the age where I was going out and you know drinking and stuff right. and, and being cool yeah you know committing crimes <laughs> and I I just didn't watch it and then when I would come back to it it felt completely foreign to right. me and I, I guess just like having such an incredibly close relationship with The Simpsons, I became mm-hmm. like 99% of internet losers. I was just like, well, fuck this completely. Yeah, exactly. But uh, getting older, you know, it's it's kind of been like Weezer albums. Like mm-hmm. when the Green album came out, I was like, this sucks. And now I'm like, oh, the yeah, Weezer it's... album's great. Yeah. I just wanted it to be one. I wanted it to be the Blue right. album. Right. You're not looking at. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, and every the... every year that goes by, I feel like right now, you know, I'm like, yeah, season 13 is pretty good next year be like oh okay season 14 it, it just yeah. takes time so, yeah, for me to adjust to yeah. it yeah and so in you know 20 years when they're on season 50 uh we'll be like ah, 25 was all right yeah it was okay I, I i think that's just me learning to come to grips with being a cunt <laughs> like, <laughs> like i like i don't know the problem's me right. i just have to figure out a little bit more about myself before i go oh no, no. that was fine and I guess, yeah, that's actually, I mean, I guess, yeah, maybe that is a thing of like the show is because, I mean, we've absolutely grown up with The Simpsons. I mean, yeah. we're older than the series is. So like we're we're seeing it as it grows. And there are those moments where it feels like it's not growing with us. Yeah. And so I don't know if maybe that's kind of it because like, I mean, never not like the whole idea that, you know, Bart is still eight or whatever. But like the fact that like 10, eight, what is he, 10? I don't know. I believe he's 10 and Lisa's yeah. eight. Yeah, that's it. Um not just that, but like just that the show is it itself hasn't like uh, I know it almost feels like it's gotten stupider. <laughs> in yeah, a way. you know, not like oh that joke's bad, but just like dumbing it down to you know, oh hey, uh, you remember Zima? Huh? Yeah, we got a joke about that. I don't know. If and you also, that. like I, I kind of brushed on it earlier, but I, I feel like honestly the voice acting has gone downhill, and I'm sure that's yeah. because of the character direction and and the writing itself. And you're still getting a paycheck. Who, who cares? Yeah, Homer sounds completely different than he did in season eight or nine. Yeah. He sounds like somebody's going, "Oh, what did Homer say that we can put on yes. a T-shirt at Target?" Yeah. Okay. Let's reproduce this joke in the same way that we did that joke that everybody loved. Let's say yeah. the exact and it's like, no, that's it's like how everybody thinks George Bush sounded like Dana Carvey's impression yeah. of George Bush. Yeah. Like that's not actually And there there's no like humanity or redemption in The Simpsons anymore. They are simply characters to say mm-hmm. lines. There's a lack of heart. Uh and I, that's been a common theme is uh uh just that because, I mean, those early episodes, they were like, you know, there would be a lot of jokes, but it was also like where you kind of connected as like, oh, they're a bunch of fuck ups, too. Yeah. And they're fine. They still have each other, you know, and like that. Yeah, not everything is perfect all the time. And yeah. it doesn't have to be like, uh, 
you know, Homer's like brush with infidelity with Mindy was, mm-hmm. a, I feel like maybe the most relatable, realistic depiction of that right. kind of thing I've ever seen on yeah, TV. Yeah, that's a really great point. Um, and just kind of like um, even Homer's phobia, a later episode mm-hmm. with um, uh, John Waters playing a gay guy. Yeah. And Homer dealing with kind of his homophobia mm-hmm. was kind of like, I could see that in so many people that I knew. Right. And it was still like a little progressive. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like when I watch the episode is based around, oh, Green Day's here. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like now, because in the past they would have celebrity guests and they weren't being themselves. They were just doing some character that they wrote in for the episode. Right. And, like, and let's get this famous they were almost They were never themselves. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman. Right. And then sometimes they didn't even go by their name, Michael right. Jackson. Yeah. Maybe that's a bad one to bring up right now. <laughs> you can't watch it on the FX app anymore. It's gone. Season three starts at episode two now. All right. We can't erase history, FX. Come on. <laughs> that's funny that they erase him from an episode he's not credited yeah. on and has never admitted to doing. Right. Like, only the producers have admitted that he was on there. And, like, there's, I don't know. I did, the, I was like, it would be funny if they just edited that uh, episode to only be the parts that was, like, the impersonator. <laughs> It's just a 12-minute episode. It would be funny if they were uh, digitally replaced his voice with Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Do you want to get into this new episode? We've oh, kind sure. We've already started kind of Yeah, we've, we've bumped into it. All right. So the episode uh, that was chosen at random uh, by the simpsonator 3000 or whatever i haven't it doesn't need a name uh i insist it does what was the name of it do you know uh the name of the episode is uh the kid is all right uh this alt right (laughs) (laughs) it could have been with uh some of the subject matter this was season 25 episode uh, shit i don't remember 16 or something like that um we'll correct it in post uh, the the general gist of this one is that Lisa's running for uh, class president at school, and um, there's a new girl in the, in the class in the school, and they become friends because they're both very nerdy. Turns out the new girl is a uh, conservative, and so then that. Uh oh! The whole thing. Oh no! <laughs> what? Someone is different than me. You know how half of America watches that episode and goes, "What? Uh, why is that a?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is this a thing? Um, yeah, and oh, all right. So the uh, the intro, the cold opening. They didn't even do the standard thirty year old intro. Uh, I would um, I I call those kind of intros. It may it's just because the newest one I'm familiar with, the Game of Thrones style intro. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Before. No, no, The Simpsons did oh, a Game of Thrones yeah. style episode uh, intro, maybe four yeah, or five that was, years yeah, ago. Yeah, And it was four minutes long, mm-hmm. which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's yeah. a lot when you're watching a 22 minute show. Right. And we were talking about this during the intro, and I was saying. That I felt like those these intros are getting longer and longer and more elaborate because they realize there's nothing to the show. Yeah. yeah, it's oh we have 22 minutes. Well, we only have 16 minutes of show. Here's eight minutes of this intro that is a reference to something. Yeah, and if you don't know that reference, you are completely yeah. fucked. Like you don't know Game of Thrones. Yeah. A lot of people don't and like know I Game got of the Thrones. general because it's so much in the zeitgeist and like I understand what you it is, but I didn't is. get the intricacies. Yeah. It wasn't entertaining to me. Uh, you know, even I mean, even if it wasn't for somebody who has seen it, like it was even less so for me. Right, she was just like, I don't know what this is supposed to be doing. Yeah, it it's. It's not even self-serving. It's it's just like so lazy. I understand that it's technically difficult and it's you know, I I remember the Rick and Morty one. Yeah. And I like you knew Game of Thrones, like I knew what Rick and Morty mm-hmm. was just cuz I've been online. But watching it I'm like, why the f- you love that I I turned it off yeah. cuz I didn't want to watch it after 2 minutes of yeah, not knowing yeah, what the hell is going on. Yeah. Intro. I did like that they were doing that thing of like getting guest animators for the couch gags. I I I sincerely enjoyed that. Yeah, I I, I, I've said it before in the podcast, but I would love 
whatever the final season ends up being, I really am going to push for this. I know I have no voice in this, but <laughs> but what I want to happen is I want guest animated episodes. Like they're not canon, and we're just mm-hmm. like, you know what? We're going off the air. We need our million dollars an episode or whatever it is now. Uh, let's have the Rick and Mo- let's have the Ren and Stimpy guy do a full episode of The Simpsons. The animation, the writing, the music, whatever. Let's just do that. That'd be fun. It'd it be would a nice be. little send off. Like yeah. yeah, and they've they've ventured towards that a little bit before with the intros and I know there was um, Judd Apatow wrote an episode Twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't oh, even yeah, yeah. know if they actually produced it, but I know that it got brought up again because I, I think he published the yeah, script. Yeah. But do you know how many people have written a killer Simpsons right. script? Like, I'm sure there's, you I know, mean, yeah, so many people like ourselves who have grown up watching this from the time that we were five or whatever watching this show, and then got into you know comedy or writing or acting or something like that, and then it's right. like, yeah. I'd, could do this not that i could do this but you know what i mean oh yeah i i think that would actually that would make me watch it you know if i saw like you know mitchell hurwitz was was doing a simpsons episode or something like that uh but they'll never do that in a million years no god no no why would they 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 have no reason they're they're gonna cash their checks regardless of who's writing right it doesn't matter at this point okay so they have this crazy musical intro that is everything is just different every character is a different instrument it didn't really make a whole lot of sense i don't like when the simpsons uh break reality Mm -hmm. and when they show like somebody like the the simpsons characters in that were like morphed into half instruments right and that's always like jarring to see and uh there was nothing funny about it. It was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a thing that's happening. And then they call it back at the very last scene of the sh- of the episode, which like doesn't make any sense because that you know cold opening stuff has nothing to do with the show, right? And also like, how how many people fast forward through that? How many people you know yeah. on their their TiVo because I'm 47 years old <laughs> uh, skipped over that. Like I don't, I don't understand why you would re- like. When have they ever referenced the cold opening before? Well, I, I think it goes to show exactly that yes, they are counting that five minute intro as part of the show since they don't know what the fuck That's to a do really with the show point. anymore. Yeah, I a lot of I, I said, and I thought that some of the jokes in that episode were a lot funnier than I gave them credit mm-hmm. for, just because I don't like the HD animation, and I thought the voice acting sucked. Yeah. But like when they did the close up on Homer's brain mm-hmm. and I don't remember the joke specifically, but they did a Homer's brain close up and it was laugh out loud funny. I think everybody yeah. here laughed out loud at it and it seemed only completely because it was exactly like a Simpsons episode right. from 20 years ago. And that that's what I find is that most of the newer episodes as I've been watching them, there are these little glimmers of like, huh? It's still like that. It's yeah. still like that, but it's and it's only those moments. And I mean, like that that whole gag of uh, with the M M&M and M at the beginning, where like uh, Millhouse uh, finds the M M&M and M in his inner ear, and Homer's like, "Don't eat the M M&M. and M." Oh, that's what I'm ear. talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so great. Like that whole thing that felt like a you know season eight. Nothing joke. felt forced. No. Nothing was silly for them to be saying. They did that classic thing of. Well, we didn't mention that Millhouse was here, yeah. but we just need Millhouse for this joke <laughs> right now. So Millhouse is over here. And that's that's one of my favorite things that I don't think they utilize the, well, we have a joke. Let's bring yeah. in the character right now. I'm, I'm very curious because I feel like I don't think anybody that writes for The Simpsons isn't funny or a genius. I wonder how much they're crippled by... What the studio wants, what advertisers good, want, yeah, what their what their budget is for, mm-hmm. and you know, because those like kind of shots are, I'm sure, take more time and are more expensive than just the characters walking into a room and saying something like Family Guy, right? Like that kind of stuff is more in depth. It takes longer. It's more expensive. I have no idea how that side of it works, and I give the writers credit. 
Because those those glimpses, like that thing showed yeah. me, oh, someone yeah. on this knows what right. they're doing. Someone's watched this show before. Someone actually is funny. And like and I think that I think that's a good point. And that's the whole thing with like the putting in celebrity guests now and just playing themselves and not being characters. It's like that's probably Fox being like, oh hey, yeah, uh, can let's you put get Lady this guy Gaga who's, on yeah. the show? But she has to be Lady Gaga, so that way people who don't watch The Simpsons already will watch it. Because yeah. I feel like they they've kind of already like called it a wash on the diehards and been mm-hmm. like, they're not going to come back. How can we get the other people? How can we get these new young kids to watch right. the show? And like, here's some bullshit for five minutes. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure all of that. You know, there's three companies now that own everything. Right. And then when Lady Gaga is on The Simpsons, I'm sure she has a tour right. about to happen. I'm sure she has an album about to come out. It's all, I mean, you know, this 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 podcast could easily be why capitalism ruined The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. honestly could yeah, be. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that is more or less how every episode is going to boil down to. Absolutely. I, uh, it, oh, so the self-referencing thing, there was a brief scene where Mr. Bergstrom was in there. Oh, yeah. Doesn't speak, obviously, because they couldn't afford Dustin Hoffman again. But, like, it made no sense. He was just in the house, like, putting food on the table or whatever. That like, was in, it, Yeah, that was insane. There was... The, the scene was something like Lisa was in her room and Marge called up to her that I think, like, something was ready. Yeah. And Mr. Bergstrom was also there for i mean i'm saying for no reason i don't yeah, know if he's been reintroduced into the, the thing, series but, as the simpsons made <laughs> but i feel like if he has been in, reintroduced they would have given him a line you know like but he had yeah. no line so they were just like well here's a character and oh we're doing a lisa centric episode again uh so mm, here you go there like, was also a very weird forced two that i noticed uh when uh Groundskeeper Willie takes down the banner that says, mm-hmm. uh, congratulations, whoever. Isabella or whatever. Yeah. Um, when he puts it up in, in Willie's shack, there's a banner that says, uh, happy whacking, whacking day. day. Yeah, I noticed And that. there was one that said, um, uh, welcome to school, Bart the genius. Mm-hmm. And those are both references to previous episodes. season two and season yeah. four. Yeah. I think. Uh, so it's just like... You're the Dustin Hoffman. Of yeah, I mean, like, I, I agreed with your point earlier of saying that The Simpsons has doesn't care about the old fans anymore, but then they do stuff like that, and it's like, okay. So you... Yeah, I guess, I guess those are the little, like... Because I will say there are sometimes there's things like um, you'll see a reference to a previous, but like more than just like, huh, remember? It's like, oh, no, that's a straight up reference. To that. Right. And that stuff really does appeal to me in the newer ones. But a lot of times they'll just do that thing where it's like, yeah, here's an episode title on a banner. And it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know that episode happened. Why don't you make this one as good as that one? Yeah. And even even more recently, there was an episode called uh, Bart's Not Dead. Mm-hmm. Which was like that weird old internet urban legend right, of yeah, the Lost like Simpsons episode. episode. Yeah. And the episode had nothing to do with that, but right. it showed that they are completely in tune mm-hmm. with the me's and use of the internet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the bad part of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us has been canceled on the internet. Uh, hey, come on. Uh, we'll this it. podcast is going to come out. <laughs> of the. Okay. Uh,. Yeah, I don't know. There, let me see if there was any other good in here. Oh, one of the things, and the, this is a, another common thing that I've uh, kind of enjoyed in the new episodes, is that the side characters are still pretty good. Like, uh, a lot of the Mr. Burns uh, little like one-liners were good. Mm-hmm. Superintendent Chalmers was still like Chalmers stuff. was the star of that yes. episode. Hank is in it. Well, Hank Azaria is such a good voice actor, Absolutely. and and the writing for that character was was really good, and it was it was very well acted. I uh, I'm a big. We should have done this episode on the problem with Apu. That's what we should have done. That's my <laughs> Simpsons episode. We'll do uh, the the third act of this podcast. <laughs> will be that. Um, 
But yeah, and like uh, Mr. Burns, like the balloons falling down on him and crushing him, like that's classic frail burn stuff, which was great. Like that was very fun. And like, but it did, it was kind of like, and I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it did feel like a little subtle reference of like, uh, Smithers was like, oh, can I at least remove the balloons? He's like, oh, no, you'll kill them. And that was kind of like that episode where Mr. Burns has every disease and the guy oh, like, right. has him like, going through the door. He's like, no, if you let one through, they're all gone. We can't cure any of these diseases. He's in balance right now. I hadn't picked up on that, but that's that sounds correct yeah. to me. Yeah. And it's like those little subtle things. I'm like, okay, I it even shows if it wasn't because I, I I I try not to think that it's that they're reusing a joke. I think it's yeah. a subtle nod to a thing. Which I think it. I think it also shows that they still know how to write for the characters. Absolutely, it's yeah. just I feel like The Simpsons is just like a cataclysmic event of things going wrong and people not wanting to do whatever they're supposed to do. Yeah, like, And I, I mean, you can't blame them. They've yeah. been doing it for 30 years. Yeah, I mean, like when Harry Shearer was like, now nah, I'm done. And then they're like, well, here's another million dollars, whatever. He's like, okay, I'll do it. And like, yeah. yeah, I get that. I mean, like, I get wanting to be done with that after 30 years, but then somebody offering you a shitload of money being like, all right, I just, I'll kind of do it. Yeah, like, of course. I, I mean... Fuck, I'll do up. I mean, what this. what wouldn't we tweet for a TGI Fridays gift card? I can't imagine. I mean, unless... Yeah, literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you would tweet at Donald Trump, I am going to kill you. This is not a joke. For a $35 TGI Friday gift card. I actually did one time, but then I deleted it. Uh, <laughs> I'm too much of a coward. I don't well, think I said kill. That's not a coward like, I think move. I said maim, and then I was like, the government. Um, no, you'll actually go to jail for that, yeah, so no, good true. move. Well, it was before he was elected, so it was, you know. Oh, that's it was fair fine. game. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm a coward. All right. Well, let's find some other I'm glad politician who will be. recorded now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find the next Republican president on Twitter, and you can threaten them. It's gonna you can be. tweet at Toby Keith. I'm going <laughs> to fucking kick your ass, you piece of shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to uh, say something else. But. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Brees uh, with Vice President Ben Shapiro, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we get another ring, I'll give him four. Why not? <laughs> The arm's too good. <laughs> Trump's our president. He hasn't fucking done anything. <laughs> he doesn't own a single Jimmy John's. I don't think I don't trust him. Man, that's so funny. <laughs> Have you been to any of the Jimmy John's? I've never been inside one. Uh, my old job, we would order from there. Uh, a lot, and so I've eaten Jimmy John's, but I've never actually been inside one. Yeah, they have just... free smells apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, Jeff? Hey. <laughs> oh man, this is a good podcast. Uh, yeah, it is. It, I think it's ending. I'm becoming sim- living piss. I have to pee <laughs> so bad. I know. I'm like a fucking wily e. coyote cartoon, and my eyes are just filling up yellow. <laughs> I think it's going to end like a really good classic Simpsons episode where like it ends, but it doesn't have like a nice little bow on it, Yeah, which I am always a fan of. You see, I kind of kind of put a bow on it. Today. We can do that. Yeah. I'll, uh, we'll yeah. end it. We'll end do, you it have sweet more way. To, do you have more to talk about, about either the classic episode or the new hot garbage what am i gonna say no to that jeff that <laughs> yeah. sounds fucking horrible i, I, I was like oh here's some more no i don't have anything else to say about <laughs> <laughs> sucked for an hour and a half about the i don't know some nonsense <laughs> it's all garbage oh, man. Uh, i do love king size homer the most um i noticed and i don't i don't do the funko pop dolls mm-hmm. I know your wedding registry was only Funko <laughs> Pop dolls. The first one, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> there should be Jeff Gaucher bingo and free squares whenever he mentions his ex-wife. <laughs> There's a Funko Pop doll available exclusively at Hot Topic of Homer and the Moo Moo with oh, the that's cap. Good. That's good. And I don't do that shit. My girlfriend will fucking kick my ass, but I really want to get that one. You should 
Just do it. She's a man. Is that what you were? Yes, she is, Jeff. I picked her up at the bus stop. She had one suitcase and she was trying to go downtown. I pulled up in the Yaris and said, hey, I know the guy from the Boost Mobile commercials. Hop in, you dumb bitch. All right, to bleep all of this out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to edit it. Yeah, it's just going to be a bleep. Change it to Chris True's voice. <laughs> this really went off the rails at the end, Jeff. Oh, boy, I'm sorry I started leaping for no, the banners. It's fine. It's good. Uh, and this means that I'm going to keep all the other stuff because I'm going to edit this. Uh, yeah, you yeah. don't have to bleep anything out of this. No, I don't care. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just doing this now to make more work on you. Yeah, no, I'm... All right, so where can people find you if they... Uh... Oh, nowhere, please. For the love of God, nowhere. I'm give, I've done a couple of podcasts since the, all that and I've always been like, nowhere, don't find me anywhere. Fuck you. Uh... I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Hot Dog Magic. Uh, no, I'm on a uh, hot. I'm on Instagram and um, what's the other one? Twitter. I almost said Hotmail. I swear to God, I almost said Hotmail. Uh, I'm on that as Hot Dog Magic. I think that means come. I don't know what it means. I'm on Snapchat, but don't don't do that unless you're. A, I don't want to see a Snapchat from a man. I only. <laughs> I only watch Instagram stories if it's a lady, and it's only because I'm like, oh, maybe she accidentally posted a nude. <laughs> I never like. I'll pull it up right now. Every insta, every Instagram story that I have is a hoe. <laughs> I think I muted all three of you, and look, it's just hoes, just hoes relentlessly. And then I watch them, is that and I'm my like. I'm like, oh, maybe she put some titties on there, and it's just like her chopping celery. <laughs> All right, we've got to delete this. <laughs> yeah, the last four minutes for sure. Uh, well, thanks for doing the podcast. Oh yeah, buddy. always a blast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. You should just move back. This is fun. Oh, I'll be back soon. <laughs> Once I get fired from AutoZone, I'll be back. Uh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed drunkenly talking about The Simpsons with you yeah. at a bar. And I'm glad you're doing this podcast. And I'm glad it has nothing to do with comedy. Yeah, I know. For the love I know. of God. Yeah, we don't need a bunch of socialist comedians saying the same thing for the fourth time today. Hey, don't talk about everyone you know. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to edit that out. I don't want to offend You're going to change that to my voice. <laughs> 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 that website. <laughs> <laughs> I have an hour of you talking. I can go say whatever I want. Hachi machi. You're a good Thanks for thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, uh, thanks so much. Uh, thank to, uh, thank you to Dankmas for letting me use his song for the uh, theme song, and uh, that was it. Uh, this will be that's it. Okay, <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast.